Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in with us today on the Movie Games Roundtable. Hope you've all had a great day and week so far. Weekend's here, so it's time to get loose and, you know, relax. I am Nayan, and I'll be your host for today's show, and I'm joined here by the MG lads as always, both James and Kyan. Boys, how are you guys doing? Good. Very good. Yes, happy it's a Friday. (laughs) Yeah. That's always good. I mean, I got uh, one more week ahead of me before I go off for a work vacation. Not not (laughs) vacation, a work conference in another country, so... I am uh, very excited for that, but it's been a long week, so I'm ready to enjoy the weekend. Nice, nice, nice. So anyway, for you first listeners here on the Movie Games Roundtable, we're a little bit more laid back. We banter about pretty much anything pop culture, play a few games, and by a few games, I'm pretty sure like every single episode is game-based related. So we just play games, and we poor souls out there. We occasionally <laughs> go out on tangents. So today, we'll be playing one of the first games I played on this podcast, and no, it's not what you'd erase from existence, James. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it's James's favorite, but he has to hate it on the outside, you know. Yeah. It's one of those ones. Uh, the game is Did Rotten Tomatoes Get It Right? Except this time around, instead of choosing like different movies here and there, I'd figured we'd just narrow it down and just pick, you know, a franchise. Mm-hmm. The franchise is the MCU. Yeah. Phase one. It's a good Phase time, one. Only. Good time for that subject. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So for those of you that can't recall, or you boys if you can't remember as well, the Phase 1 films in the MCU were Iron Man, The Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America the First Avenger, and The Avengers. So let's get into it. First one, Iron Man released out in 2008, pretty much kick-started this juggernaut. Its Ron Tomorrow score is 94%, and its audience score is 91%. Fair? Yeah, nah. I actually think that is fair, um, mm. uh, because at that time I, I remember being extremely anticipated for Iron Man mm. uh, as it was coming out. Um, I remember watching the trailer and being like, "This is a hero I've never heard of." Yes, I never read the comics. He was yeah. a, he was a, he was a B-lister as well. Yeah, he's mm. not a particularly huge hero, mm. um, and I just remember thinking like. This seems interesting. Like, I haven't seen this before. Mm. Obviously, I was fairly young at the time, but, um, yeah. When it released, it, it absolutely was something different. Mm. It, it was. It, it felt like it knew exactly what it wanted to be, mm. even though you hear later on that the set was kind of a nightmare and they didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. But mm. what they were doing there was creating the Marvel Cinematic Universe mm. as it is now. Yeah. Um, and... I just think it has all the correct ingredients that make a Marvel film what it is today. Or it's that core formula. Mm. That's where it all began. That yeah. core formula. Yeah. Um, I think 94% is indicative of its significance, but also it's a fun movie. It's very mm. rewatchable, I find. Yeah. Um, even, you know, though there have been so many other Marvels after that, uh, Marvel films after that that have... Uh, gone further in a sense narratively yeah mm. um i just think this is just the og the og i mean it yeah, is, yeah yeah it's like this yeah I, I pretty much agree with what khan's saying here it, it is the og um i don't know if i you know fully agree with the numbers but you know putting a percentage on a movie it's a, it's a tough job anyway so i don't think any figure is gonna you know completely tell you exactly how that movie is mm. so it's a poor representation percentages anyway, but like it, it's around, the, it's around the mark that I figured for this kind of movie. I feel, um, 
Yeah, I mean, Iron Man, I think it really did lay out the formula in a much uh, more grounded sense mm. um, than what we're getting right now. And I'm, I'm saying that in a way that's it's better what it was than what we are getting now. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, the comedy was lesser and the, you know, the themes and, you know, the character work was a lot more grounded back then than what we're getting now. Yeah, it's just shocking. Eh? Yeah. It's kind of surprising. It, 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 it regressed. Is, yeah, it, it is shocking. Um, and so I, I really, I, I look back on Iron Man with respect, you know, mm. no one in that cinema, I, I don't care who you are, no one ever thought that would be where we are now with the MCU than, That's what, true. than when you were first watching that movie. Yeah. yeah. You, you just, you just wouldn't expect it. But like, it, it, it opened the gate to a whole new world and I, I think they did a really good job, especially when you hear about, you know, um, how delayed it was and the rewrites on set and all that kind of stuff. I think they really pulled off a miracle here and they, they did it to a, a pretty good job. It is not, um, it, it's not a mo- like a movie where I would feel like it has that 90% and above kind of feel to it. Mm. But when you consider its legacy... I think it deserves that, you know? Mm. Yeah. So, so if you're watching it for the first time ever right now, what what percentage would you give it? 82. 82. Mm. 80 to 85%. Mm. I, I, I don't think it's like, it's, it's not anything amazing, but it's just, it, it's, it's paved the way for so many great films to come out after it. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Cause it's like, it's a, it's hard to look back at things in retrospect and be like, Oh, this is what they deserve after you've seen 20, mm. 30 films plus all these TV series of superhero stuff. Yeah. yeah. After that, you, you've seen it been done at every single angle. Mm. So to look back at it and be like, to still say like, this is a respectably decent movie. Yeah. I think says a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a big credit for it. Yeah. 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 I also think it's because it's, it was also something so fresh at that time. Mm. At that time, Dark Knight came out and that was dark, you know? Like, oh, yeah, this would have come out like a couple months before Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like superhero <laughs> films around about this time, they didn't have this sort of like lightheartedness and stuff. Like mm. he had Spider Man and X Men and stuff, and they had jokes, but it wasn't as much as this mm. to a success. Yeah, in terms of the comedy and stuff. So this was like yeah a breath of fresh air to critics and fans and casual moviegoers alike. So that's probably why it just absolutely took off. And then thought mm. the other factors is that the studios behind this had an actual plan from day one, which is Iron Man, yeah. on mm. where they want this series to go. And they just step by step nailed it. And we get what we got now. Yeah. yeah I mean, like, much. do you agree with the score? Do I agree with the score? I, th- I do think it's a bit too high. I think it's around about that 86 to 90 region. Right. right. Personally for me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. Next up is The Incredible Hulk. That's uh, Edward Norton's Incredible <laughs> Hulk, by the way. Not Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, so the critics gave it 67% on Rotten Tomatoes, and the audience score is 70. You on a... I mean, I kind of like The Incredible Hulk, because it's like that Marvel movie that just... It doesn't feel like it's part of the MCU at all. But yeah. It, but it is a part of it. It, it feels know? like the comic book yeah. films before Iron Man, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. It, it's its own thing. And I think like, you know, um, you know, the action set pieces in that movie, I, th- I think they're, they're far more, you know, dynamic and interesting than whatever we get now. You know, it's just yeah. green screen bullshit. Sorry. Um, mm. it's, it's, you don't have to apologize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but like it, it, it's, it's more engaging on, you know, the action spectacle of things. And, you know, 
Edward Norton, he's an extremely talented actor, and I would go, I, I would, I would say he's more talented than Mark Ruffalo if you consider their filmographies and put them side by side. Mm-hmm. He, he's a more accomplished and, uh, you know, demonstrated actor. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Edward Norton's uh, portrayal of the character was great. I think Mark Ruffalo is the perfect version for the MCU and what they're trying to do. So credit to both of them for what they both bring to the role, but. There's something I like about the Incredible Hulk that's, it's just so like fresh to the MCU. Yeah. Um, and I can't really use that to determine its Rotten Tomato score because it comes out when it comes out, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. so it, it's pretty unfair for me to place that sort of judgment on um, the Rotten Tomato score. But at the time, I think it would be correct. Mm-hmm. But now looking back and sort of the familiarity between like all these movies and TV shows, I would put a little bit higher now. Mm. But yeah, as I say, at the time, I think it was a pretty good, yeah. What range would you give it now? I'd probably bump it up to low 80s. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's just, it tries to be interesting and unique in its own ways. And it's not, it's not truly bad in any, in any kind of context, I feel. So yeah mm. huh um yeah it's a hard one because on the one side like i completely agree with you james it is it does feel fresh mm. uh, in a sense it feels different from other mcu films but on the other side it also feels like the ultimate mcu film with its climax like its climax is so Oh, bad C- guy fight good guy smash smash cgi yeah I mean, like, that's literally every superhero movie ever that is uh, also true th- that's true yeah, the but, dark knight has that but but what i mean is that like this is this is that at like that hulking giant muscly smash building sort of version like the version you see in um uh, batman v superman where it's just like also oh, you'd want them to be like human fight no, no I don't like... I don't specifically want anything <laughs> oh, from right. it. right, okay, yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm just saying that yeah. um, a layer of it to me feels mm. also extremely generic, but also extremely different. Right, right, yeah. You know, it, it, it kind of rides that wave in two different ways. Mm. Um, I also feel that it um, it's a funny film. Like, it's. I was surprised at how much I, like, f- found it to be funny mm. and also found it to be... A little edgy at times. A touch. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. touch edgy. With, mm. I think it's what Tim Roth brings to it um, oh, yeah. as Embomination. Like, his like, role is feels very, like... Like, it's n- no, like, I don't give a two shits yeah. sort of attitude mm. towards that role. He, he just, like, it's almost like he's, like, sweaty and kind of a little twisted. But, yeah, yeah, there is an edge to it. Yeah. yeah. And we won't see it in She-Hulk when he comes back. Yeah, we we certainly won't. That's yeah. the, that's the last time I, I I think that's the last time we'll see of him like in that in that respect in that sort yeah. of zone. So yeah, f- f- first and last. Yeah, yeah. Last uh, with that all said, you know, like it's as you say, James. Um, I think that you know at the time I would have really found this to be something mm. that's like seventy two, seventy three percent. Right, but with retrospect i think it's a lot lower when i look at like 
Oh, you the think plot beats? You, you think it's lower like now when you look I at it? I think it's like maybe 60% now. Oh, right. Like, I'm the opposite. I think it's high now because of... Oh, interesting. Okay. Because of the legacy of the MCU and sort of what it is. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Fair I enough, mean... I, I can see how other people would go the other way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so sort of 70, low 70s. Because mm. mm. this film has always been the outcast in terms of the MCU because... So there's a lot of people here that don't really consider this film to be part of the MCU because it was mainly Universal at that time. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They, they hold share rights for um, solo Hulk movies. Yeah, yeah. It's so, weird. so that maybe that's but why it's, it was so much different to Iron Man, less mm. comic-y, um, yeah. goofy and stuff. Well, they came out darker. the same year, didn't they? Okay. And... I think so. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Yeah, but um, for me, I like my dark films in terms of com- when it comes to comic books so i did enjoy this more than that 67 percent of other people or critics you know mm. i didn't enjoy it and I, I do like um edwin norton as the hulk i and bruce banner i wish we yeah. saw more of him and less of mark ruffalo because i feel mark mm. mark ruffalo is a perfect marvel formulatic actor yeah. all right but, yeah but edwin norton could have brought something something that this hulk character needs right now yeah, yeah, he he, you know? yeah, he could have done something with it, but I yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I I do think it's probably around about the range that you were saying earlier, kind. I mm. don't think it's sixty-seven, but if I was to give it now, it would be around about that seventy to seventy-five mark for me. Mm. Yeah, Damn. all right. Yeah. Now onto the third film. We fast forward to twenty ten, <laughs> and we are at Iron Man two. I want my bird. (laughs) 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 Tangents, people. Tangents. So Iron Man 2, that had 72% on tomatoes, and the audience score is very close, 71%. Do you guys think this is a fair score? Wait, what's the critic score, sorry? 72. 72? Right. Um, Yeah, it's kind of a hard one. Um, Wow. I'll go, I'll go first yeah, on this one. Yeah. Um, no, 72% is a major representation of this movie, I feel. Mm. This is a 30 to 40 kind of movie for me. Somewhere in that range. I think this is... Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how to word it without swearing, but it, it's a... You can swear. It's, it's, it's MGR, bro. <laughs> it's it's Nan's hosting, so I can swear. Um, <laughs> but no, it's it's a really poorly done film. Um, yeah. Like, there's just the the villain is you know wasted, and there's really no themes that are explored or even you know touched upon in the movie. The you know uh, Tony Stark's development in it as a character it's it's really minuscule when you compare what was done in Iron Man one and three and the Avengers and so on. Yeah, I mean I think even you know like Infinity War did more for that character than Iron Man two did. Which is mm, which I is agree. saying a lot, a lot, yeah. Um, Elon Musk is in that movie, so is that, it? that takes it down a good ten percent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I I just think everything about that movie is just, it's not enjoyable at all. It's it's boring. It, it, it's it's lame. War Machine's introduction was not cool at all. Like it felt, you know, at the time, forced and stuff like that. Now he now he's a character that I can respect because those other movies have really paved a good path for that character and, and fleshed him out. Yeah. Fleshed him out, made him feel more natural into that, uh, 
you know atmosphere but i'm into it he just kind of came out of nowhere stole the suit and then there's just no no resolve to a lot of ideas in that movie and i just mm. for that movie to be more messier than the first iron man when you consider what was happening on set is bizarre to me so yeah this deserves this deserved a rotten score it should have been the mcu's first rotten movie hmm i also agree it's a rotten movie um it's kind of like it kind of feels like you you're watching you're frantically watching a movie that's going from like scene to scene Mm. and it's like tony at different in different places having different interactions with people it's like one minute he's with pepper and he's like he's Mm. sick but he's not telling her next minute he's like off on his own somewhere um then he's at a race and then he's um recovering somewhere it's just like i can't put together in my head how this movie is even structured i've seen it like four times yeah like i can't put any beats together i i know that just like things happen yeah things happen i know that um uh mickey rourke's character at the end whiplash whiplash yeah yeah, is just fighting him in some like garden dome (laughs) yeah and that's it and i know that black widow is introduced yeah. yeah yeah and the, like everything else is a blur yeah so <laughs> i think it just goes to say that that movie is a complete and utter mess and i i agree with you i think it's it's probably about 40 to 50 percent mm. yeah i'm with you guys stephen rodden mm. probably around that 40 50 range mm-hmm. for sure yeah i mean if you look at the first one the first film was 94 now this gets a 72 mm. it's a big drop i think Mm. here marvel was saw the success of iron man and they're like okay cool we got like a comedy side and i think they just doubled down but they doubled down in that cringe sort of comedy not like the comedy that made the first iron man work so well yeah <clears throat> yeah it was very natural comedy in, in yeah. that first one yeah yeah and then also as you were saying the some of the plot beats don't work like I know Tony Stark's a rich guy, but there is no way he has the skill to drive an F1 car. Yeah. yeah like, they go like 300 kilometers an hour. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's kind of like doing a disservice to the actual drivers. Like, yeah. He just jumps yeah. in one he knows. <laughs> that was Pretty just much. weird, that whole scene. It was. And then, yeah, Whiplash walks like, out onto the track. And, like, and it wasn't even at the start of the race. It was like mid-race. Like he just was like, nah, bro, you're, you're out like, to the second driver. Yeah. And he just took over it's not how it that works. race yeah. and that team. Yeah, that's definitely not how it works so baffling as to why they thought that was a good idea i mean the i guess it didn't help that terence howard was that the original original um terence howard are you talking about about howard stark who who played um oh yeah he didn't play don cheetah war machine Um, (laughs) oh yeah yeah i forgot um Rhodes, james Rhodes. yeah 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 yeah. Uh, it also didn't help that like he that, left. Yeah, he left, and then yeah. we got introduced another one. Well, well now everyone's accustomed to it, yeah. but like, yeah. yeah. At the yeah. time, the, the, the flow time... was messed up majorly. Yeah. It, felt, yeah. it felt like what they did with, like, Fast and Furious to Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah. Like, well, the very different characters, in a sense, as well. Like, yeah, I mean, um, the way that the actors played that role, I feel very different. Yeah, because yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Terrence Howard. I'm just going to say Terrence Howard for now. I think I think, I think think you're right about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, I feel in Iron Man 1, mm. he played that more, like comedic side off roads and then yeah, don, yeah. don Cheadle he mm. played the staunch sort of guy like the yeah. no i'm part of the army like 
you know, a soldier. I, I think that's why yeah. I was saying before how it's like him just coming in and stealing the suit kind of thing. It just felt weird and yeah. off. Like, it didn't feel like a natural continuation on from the first movie. So, yeah. 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 But, yeah. Mm. Oh, well, that's Iron Man 2 out of the way. Now we get on to Thor. Mm. Thor 1. Love of thunder. <laughs> mm. Where it so, all began. Pardon? Where it all began. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> My goodness. So, critics gave it on Ron Tomatoes 77%. The audience loved it a percent less, 76%. Do you guys think Thor 1 deserves that 70 cent, uh, 77% rating? You know what? I think it probably deserves just a touch lower, but touch lower. I don't mm. think it's it's dramatically lower. Mm. Um, I think, personally, for me, with the exception of Infinity War, it's Chris Hemsworth's best performance as Thor as a emotional character i don't feel emotion for him in the second one and i don't really feel emotion for him in ragnarok i would actually agree with that yeah yeah that's a, yeah, that's a good good point to make it, it felt like that movie had stakes like that um you know odin was dying like he was he was in odin sleep um, Loki had taken the throne. Mm. Um, Thor felt cast out. I, I, to me, like it had a lot of like family drama in it. Yeah. That felt like he lost it, his hammer as well. Yeah, he like lost it, his it, hammer. He lost the ability to be Thor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it just okay. like obviously the New Mexico stuff is very like there's too much of it. I feel, um, and, and it's too samey. Mm. But um, a, as a story, I think it's like. You, it's a really interesting movie because you start off in this like wild, crazy Asgardian world for like half an hour or mm. more, yeah. and then you just go like boring gray New Mexico desert stuff, mm. and then you know you get like all this other all these other things happen and it slows down. But I think it's an interesting movie, and I think it has good drama relative to what else I've seen. Obviously, Infinity War's not included. I think that's his best, like, emotional role. Infinity War? Infinity War Thor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd agree with that, actually, yeah. Mm. I think that's the best version of uh, best version of Thor that we are going to get. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, Sadly. considering I've seen um, Love and Thunder and stuff <laughs> like that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you, and you've kind of persuaded my opinion here a bit, because I, w- I would go in the, the rotten territory, and I still am, mm. just not as harshly as I would have. Um, you, you made some good points there, mm. so I'd probably go the the fifty to sixty range. Um, mm-hmm. I, I feel is a good spot for this first Thor movie. Uh, a lot of it is messy. Um, mm. it, it's a lot of it just sort of doesn't really add up, and you know, work on a you know emotionally impactful level. Um, a lot of things could be done a lot more, you know, clearly, precisely, and sort of hammered in those uh, mm. uh, uh <laughs> <laughs> hammered in those sort of you know the the emotionality of it of its themes that it was trying to present i thought it just it really did all of it in a really bland way at the end of the day mm-hmm. didn't quite come together quite well but yeah, um, it doesn't really come together yeah 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 i i thought like the comedy is you sort of you know it's half of it's 
pretty off and half of it's quite funny and then mm. it's just it, I, it felt a little awkward at times I think it's the right movie that deserves that uh, sorry deserves that like that middle mark sort of Rotten Tomatoes area that 50 to 60 range right I think it just belongs there and it's not a movie that you should hate or resent or anything mm. it's just a movie that's sort of like it can be a fun watch yeah in the right mood so yeah. it's, it's like a rainy day sort of I don't know what to watch boom thaw on yeah, yeah chuck yeah. it on yeah I agree with you both, actually. I, I don't think it's rotten. I think it's just in that, like, what's that? Is there a phase between, like, certified fresh and not fresh? You know how it's, like, the certified it's fresh. and then that red tomato? Yeah, that's just fresh. Oh, okay. Certified yeah. is, like, a different thing. Yeah, oh. certified just means X like amount of certified critics have. over or something like that. 70%? Yeah, so it's, like, 70 or 75 over plus X amount of certified critics have agreed Right. that it is fresh yeah yeah yes the red tomato fresh i think it's mm. between the other yeah. which is like that 60 to 70 range i'd, I'd put it between they're not quite as high as 77 because mm. i mean there's a lot of films that's near that yeah yeah In, inter, interstellar for one which i think which i think is a percent higher we don't even talk about that right now. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> that's a rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> if, I, if I keep talking on that, but yes, I agree with you. Um, the thing I did not like about it, and you did touch upon it before, is how it's so focused on the New Mexico and mm-hmm. Earth. Like we're getting our first Thor film. Like you'd want majority for that film to be based in Asgard itself, and mm. I, I understand why they came to Earth. You know, to build those relationships and to like you know have his mm. hammer left over here so Coulson and S.H.I.E.L.D. can find it to introduce him to the Avengers and stuff. But yeah. I, I feel the film would have benefited a lot more if it was based in Asgard. Itself. Asgard's pretty expensive to render, though. It, you know? <laughs> that's that's true. At that time... It, yeah, it would have been very yeah. expensive. The preferable option, yeah. 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 And I guess, yeah, we do get it expanded a bit, but I mm. would have preferred more time in Asgard for me. Yeah. Yeah. Right, the next one in the MCU Phase 1 is Captain America, The First Avenger. And that one is 79% on Rotten Tomatoes with an audience score of 75. Um, I don't, I don't know if you guys know this, but mm. this is my one of my most hated MCU movies. I didn't know. I didn't know this was your hate. No, most okay, hated. Okay, and, and I know you don't like it, but I didn't yeah, think you'd hate it this much. Hated is quite a strong word. Um, I don't like to use that when discussing film, but it's one of the most disliked MCU movies. I think it is the most boring movie of the MCU. I, I've watched it maybe twice. Second time was such a struggle to get through, mm. but I would put this in low twenties kind of thing. Mm. I I think wow. Captain, Captain America is a very boring character. He's mm-hmm. there's nothing to that character in this first movie. He, he's only interesting when moral conflict comes into play, and the first Avenger did that at the very baseline level. Oh, it's a war, like. But they you know, didn't even really explore that, did they? No, like no, they, no, no, no. He, yeah. he gets more interesting as it goes on. Like the first Avenger is, is when he's at his most boring kind of part of it, mm. and and there's some neat ideas in it. I just it's not the right movie that it can really be interesting. It's a very hard movie to make interesting, I guess. Um, and it's part of it's my natural inclination to, you know, dislike period films. Mm. Uh, I, I do dislike a lot of, or not dislike. I just, 
it's hard to get into a period film for me it's just mm. not my where my preferences really lie and then for a movie to do it as bland and boring as they did this one i just thought it was you know uh, misguided and just really nothing at play here but you know the captain america character he's really he's become you know and you know a top two piece of the mcu legacy so he's a very relevant character now he's one of my favorite mcu characters now but it didn't start at all with the first avenger and mm. i'm saying that when i say that the winter soldier is probably my favorite mcu movie so mm. it, it shows the contrast that what you can do with that character first avenger didn't do it winter soldier did so mm. that's just me gotcha okay. Um, this is a weird movie because, I mean, at the time I very strongly hated that movie. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm basically the same as you. Um, it came out and I was like, this is just not right. It is, I think it was the first, like, I actually, at the time I thought, um, thought, th- uh, sorry, Iron Man 2 wasn't that bad. I knew it was definitely nowhere near as good as the first but i didn't think it was yeah. like a, a travesty or anything mm. i still don't but um captain america the F- first avenger i thought was a bad movie however with time i have come to enjoy the first sort of 40 to 45 minutes of it right which is him becoming captain america yeah like yeah. him like coming into that role as captain america everything after that to me like i just i is a blur Mm. like i i forget what happens and i feel like it moves directly into just like formulaic confusion for me Mm. um so Yeah. yeah um that that first sort of 45 minutes where it's just like focused on steve focused on him not being good enough yeah focused on um them questioning whether he is right for this position Mm -hmm. i think is interesting and also that entire section where they make captain america a sort of a a joke like a uh, almost a not a real soldier he's just there paraded around yeah propaganda stuff exactly i think that whole part is interesting it is but the rest just I have no interest in the rest of that film. Like I would happily put on that film, watch the first 45 minutes and switch it off and be like, cool, I've gotten what I need. You're maybe so, more harsh than me at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, I think this movie is, it has good qualities, but mm-hmm. it is fundamentally flawed. So I would go sort of, I'll go 50%. Nane is tearing out right now. It's his favorite, like, MCU character. Is there any tissues in the room, bro? <laughs> I'm sorry, there is not. I completely get where you guys are coming from. <laughs> I do agree that it's not 79% because that is actually ridiculous. Mm. I I do think it's between that 50 to 60 range for me personally. Right. I do have mm. fun with this film. I mean, okay. you mentioned it before. James is like my second favorite um, comic book character and I do enjoy it. And I do enjoy like war films and period films as well. Mm-hmm especially when they're put together like this. So I, I did mm. have a lot of fun with this as well. And there was so many great callbacks to the actual comic books as well in mm. this film, which is probably why I might like it a bit more than what you guys are. But I, d- I do agree with you in kind of saying that the first 45 minutes where Steve Rogers becomes Captain America is probably the best. 
and then, I can agree to that, yeah. And then mm-hmm. after that, it does become a bit of like a brew, as you say, and, you know, like, but after that 45 minutes until the, like the last five minutes when he's driving that plane down, mm. that's pretty much it. Mm. Yeah. So like 50, 50 minutes of this movie is memorable. Yeah. yeah. As you yeah. can say, but yeah. Some good ideas in it for sure. Yeah. yeah. Still love you, Captain America, don't you worry. <laughs> Next one, we have the big one, you know, the one where it all came together. Ooh. The Avengers. Yeah. That one. 91%. 91? 91 on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Jesus. Audience score, same. 91. I mean, this should be high. I thought, it'd be, I thought it was like 95. Um, the, oh, I thought it would be lower. Oh, really? Yeah. I think it should be 95. I mean, this movie's like damn near perfect. Right? No, I disagree. Really? <laughs> I, I don't mean, know you're asking me. People give it too much slack now because of what we've seen like afterwards. Yeah. But you, you shouldn't, you know, put that into your uh, assessment of the film itself because at the time it was 91%. It is 91% for a reason. And that's because it did something that's never been done before. To expect it to like balance every single character arc and everything perfectly is stupidly unreasonable at this point yeah um i guess now since it's you know that whole shared cinematic universe thing is something that all studios are like really trying to replicate with whatever properties they have um i think that's a testament to what the avengers did uh, like e- just consider the film landscape now without the avengers 100 percent different yeah there would be no none of this it'd, like, universe it'd be completely stuff. different yeah. this is uh film that has changed the film landscape for a generation and you can never take that away from it and for the movie to be actually really good yeah and amongst all that like it it can work and not be good but for it to work and be good i think that's just it's it's symbolic of what this movie is to uh you know cinema history and I, i think it deserves all the props it gets even if there are you know some narrative flaws to it it's it's fine because it paved the way for a lot of good stuff to come afterwards. And that's me thinking now, if I watched it back then at that point, maybe a little bit different, but it'll still be 85 and above for me. Right. Without a doubt. 85 and above. Mm-hmm. At the time, I thought this movie was an absolute blast. Yeah. Um, You know, watched it, obviously, the first, um, first couple days it came out. Uh, really enjoyed it. Found it to be a spectacle. And then I came back to the cinema about mm. uh, a week later and I rewatched it. And I had, I remember this very vividly. I remember having a significantly less fun time with it. It's, it's not that rewatchable. It's, it's really that, yeah. not, I yeah. find. And I find that that first experience is, is you know, it's awe-spiring. It's amazing. Mm. Yeah. And then that rewatch, you kind of just focus on how sort of, confined the movie is Mm. because i feel like that that movie works because it bottles itself into confined spaces yeah um it bottles this thing it's a good thing it's something it had to do Mm. in order to work right um they had to put all the characters together squeeze them in one room and keep them there yeah for it to function as Mm -hmm. a a narrative yeah um and i think that's a good thing but in terms of rewatchability it didn't. Um, I, I say it would. It it, it dropped for me mm. at so, that time. So, so now it's dropped for you. Well, the 
the the kind of feeling I'm going with is is pulling from what I felt at the time, yeah. plus what I feel now. But like after the first rewatch, it would have been around that ninety percent. I presume. I would say it would have been about that ninety percent, and then. Uh, when when I rewatched it, drops a week later, yeah. I would have been like, okay, that was more of like a sort of eighty percent, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and I got ahead of, I had a more realistic view of the film mm. outside of all the excitement and the flashy sequences. Yeah. yeah. Um, don't get me wrong, the flashy sequences are good, and mm. they're something that should be appreciated upon a first viewing. Yeah. But uh, at the same time, I'm sort of like, mm, okay, well, you know, something that I think is a good film should have you know some value upon mm. the rewatch shouldn't drop significantly yeah drop 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 mm-hmm. um so I, I would probably be in the sort of 80 percent camp here right. yeah right. yeah yeah i agree with you both i mean this film before like when the trailers came out no one thought it would succeed you know like you have like five six characters all coming together from different films mm-hmm. yeah this is very ambitious on marvel and doesn't i think was this the first disney film can't remember. Disney's been around with Marvel for quite a bit. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. But, like, everyone was like, mm. this isn't going to work and it pulls out these numbers and cracks yeah. a billion, you know? Like, mm-hmm. we've got a juggernaut on our hands and the rest is history. So, obviously, it's good. I agree with you guys, with you both. Like, when watching this, like, I agree that this is a 90% film, but on rewatches, I think it's a bit more lower. I don't think it's as low as 80%, but mm. I think it's more on what James said, 85 and higher, mm. between 85 to 90 for me. Yeah. And um, for me, some of the comedy doesn't work in this film as well. Like when um, Black Widow's interrogating um, Loki and stuff like that. Like, you know, how she's like, oh, you're yeah, a monster. Yeah. And it's like, no, you're the one that brought the monster. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then like with Iron Man saying, oh. I thought it was clever. I thought... <laughs> I didn't, I, I, that's not even meant to be funny. Yeah, no, that's right. I meant to say lines, I guess. <laughs> the, the, the other one is where like Phil Coulson's in I, the Avengers Tower and then I, mean, I was like wait I thought your first name was Agent like uh, oh yeah, yeah, right, yeah. yeah you know yeah. but yeah for yeah. me yeah it, it it definitely paved the way and changed cinema like the industry it, ha- it has changed industry yeah. no one can deny that I mean Cause, excluding cause, the whole idea of it changing the industry right of course because you know, we we applied that to Iron Man, and mm-hmm. we can apply it here also. That I, it's changed the future of Avengers is more, uh, I guess, defining towards the future of cinema industry than Iron Man ever is. I, I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. Just that's just because it started it all, but it didn't do anything really. But to me, as a um, a film that's about collaborative characters, yeah. I find something like you know Infinity War so much more impressive mm. because you have groups of characters that are split apart. Yeah, and it's constantly cutting between these groups of people, mm. and it's working. I just oh, find yeah. I, th- I think legacy is an important part to include in a, you know, an assessment of a film at the end of the day, especially when you rewatch later on. Yeah, you know, mm. I mean, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter. You know, if you take out legacy out of their their legacies, it's just they're not as valuable as they once were, despite how great they actually are. Yeah. So I think a lot of you know the praise that it gets is from legacy and what it has done for today. Mm. Good and, or bad. Yeah. yeah. And and the Avengers theme like instantly became like a classic. Yeah. yeah. As well. Mm. Almost a vestry. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet as guys, that will do us today on the movie games round table. Hope you all enjoy the show wherever you may be listening from. If any topics interest you, which is pretty much this, 
this uh, phase one discussion. If you agree with any of our uh, Rotten Tomato scores, or if you even agree with the Rotten Tomato scores off this phase one, head over to Movie, Movie Games on Instagram and flick us a message and say what you think the your personal score is off this film, whether it be higher or way, 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 way lower. Uh, if you want to find more about us, you can head over to Facebook or moviegains.com. We've got a lot more interesting content there. If you, if you also enjoy the show and wanted, wanted to listen to more of our podcasts and listen to more games, you can head over to Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you like to get your podcast from. Thank you everyone for tuning in today. Catch you on our next episode with Movie Games. Catch you later. See ya. Bye.